You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack. We're on the go. Hey, Bethany, do you know what you want to be when you grow up? I'm not growing up already. No. <laughs> what did you want to be when, when I you... grow up? I'm already growing up. There you go. Are you what you want to be? I am what I wanted to be. There you go. <laughs> Success. <laughs> yeah. And if you ask Eli, our son, what he wants to be when he grows up, what's he going to say? He wants to be a construction man. Well, yeah. it depends on the day, though. Most of the time, it is a construction It is construction man. every yeah. day. Sometimes <laughs> it's a garbage man. It is. So he gets up, puts his jeans on, wants then his construction hat, ready to be construction. And that boy, I'll tell you, he knows way more about construction than I do. Mm-hmm. He loves construction. And it's awesome because anytime we're, if we're out and about, you know, and there's a construction guy and he's got some equipment, he'll say, oh, that's a front loader, or that's a bulldozer, that's an excavator. He knows all the equipment. Yeah, I actually learned from him. Um, so I didn't know that there were that many things yeah. until he taught me at like, I don't know, he was what, three when he really got into it big time. And we took him to Diggerland for his third yeah, birthday. Yeah, Diggerland. And... um it was really cool, but I felt super special because <laughs> I knew stuff. I knew what I was talking about because of him. And um, we had gotten to one of the rides and we couldn't figure out how to get him over to the backhoes. So one of the workers was walking by and I'm like, excuse me, you know, how do we get over there to the backhoes? And I'm like, I know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> I know so what a backhoe is. Good, but uh, yeah. And, and I learned from Eli what a fellow buncher is. Right. And if you don't know what a fellow buncher is, you got to Google it because it it's probably the coolest construction machine out there. Yeah. They're not all bulldozers. <laughs> yeah, they're not all bulldozers. <laughs> they all have different names. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, so we look at him, right? And we just see how much he knows about construction because it's what he loves and it's like a child it's so pure and genuine it's what he loves so if you look at us as christians who should we love jesus christ that's it so along with that is everything about him mm-hmm. everything that he loves and and that's certainly god's word uh his church and his, you know his ways just everything about our faith right and if we look at a child and we see, man, if they have something they love, they are all in, they know everything about it, and they're super excited every day, just all about construction or mm-hmm. whatever. With Oakley, it's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And I didn't know there were so many dinosaurs. <laughs> so they're not all T-Rexes, right? <laughs> so whatever it is that, that, that you love, be passionate about it. And as Christians, we're called Christians because it's in the name. You are a follower of Christ. So if you're a follower of Christ, you love Christ. It doesn't just stop there. It becomes all of who you are to where you say, man, I want to know everything there is to know about Jesus, about God, about our faith, about our history, where we came from, where we're going, what's about to happen, being in the last days. I mean, there's so much to learn. And that is one of the things that excites me the most about being a Christian is because we can never stop learning. I mean, there's always so much to discover and find out and see things in God's word we didn't see before. Absolutely. The Lord reveals things at different times to us. You know, you can read a scripture a hundred times and then see something different on 
time 101. Yeah. You know, um, becoming an expert in the scripture is, is definitely what we need to do as Christians. And I was reading in John uh, chapter seven, verse 14 says, but when it was now in the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews were astonished saying, how has this man become learned having never been educated? Hmm. Sounds like a homeschooler almost. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this guy went to homeschool. How does he know this? I, I was a homeschooler. I know. So I can say that. Um, verse 16. So Jesus answered them and said, my teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone is willing to do his will, he will know of the teaching, rather it is of God, or rather I speak from myself. There you go. Man, so these guys, they were just amazed because Jesus' teaching was such wisdom, such authority, that they're scratching their heads, looking around, saying, where where did he learn this from? Right. So a lot of times Jesus, too, tells us in his word about just following his example. So if he was an expert, I mean, Mm -hmm. he is the word, (laughs) then we, too, should be experts in the word. Um, And the encouragement there is that we don't have to go to college. <laughs> right. And we see this from Paul, from Apostle Paul. So, you know, you what you just read showed that Jesus is saying, hey, what I have is not you know, just from my own, it's from the Father. Right. We look at Paul's conversion. And in Galatians chapter 1, uh, verse 11, this is what Paul is saying when he's, he's talking to them. For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man, for I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm. So, yeah, wow. he, he's saying that, you know, th- this isn't something I learned from Peter or something. This is God revealed this to me. Right. He didn't go to college. He didn't go to the best university. And it's important to know, too, that as a Jew— Paul was one of the one of the most learned Jews. Mm-hmm. And so then for him to be coming around and proclaiming Christ was a big deal. So it says, um, when he's in regards to preaching the gospel, I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away to Arabia and returned once more to Damascus. Then three years later, I went up to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Cephas and stay with him 15 days. So we have a couple things there. Um, first, he says he didn't immediately consult with flesh and blood. You would think maybe the first the first thing that he would do as uh, following his conversion of, you know, the revelation of Jesus Christ would be, let me go talk to Peter right. and all the other disciples. Um, he says he didn't do that. Um he says that he he went away for three years. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't we don't talk about that or acknowledge Paul taking the time uh, to really study and grow in this wisdom. Now that Christ is that Jesus is the Messiah. Right. Uh, three years he spent in Arabia. Scripture doesn't really tell us much about that three years at all. Uh, we don't know. No, There's. No. There's not much in Arabia. <laughs> like when they look at scholars, look to see, well, what what could he have done there? It's not really, it's not really something there for him to have gone to see. So we can speculate that he spent that time studying the scriptures, right? 
It probably a lot like Jesus when it says that he would separate himself from the mm-hmm. crowds of the people into a secluded, quiet place. Yeah. Um, Arabia or Paul. It is a secluded place. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> and um, no distractions. having been a Jew that was an expert in, in the scriptures, the Jewish mm-hmm. literature, all the light bulbs are going off now that these scriptures connect to Jesus. All of this points to Christ as the Messiah. So you can imagine how excited he would be. And you guys too, as Christians, we look, if you read the Old Testament, we're often so focused on the New Testament. But if we go back to the Old Testament, everything points to Christ. Absolutely. It's like you and I talk a a lot about, you know, just um, Revelation and how a lot of things are hidden within the Old Testament to unlock the New Testament. So the key is in the Old Testament to find you know, how to unlock it in the New Testament. Not always, but, you know, there have been a lot of hidden truths in there. Oh, where yeah. It's just incredible to see, you know. It is incredible. And the light bulbs start going off. So I can easily understand how Paul could spend three years just with light bulbs going off. Yeah, without the distraction of men. Yeah. And it was, it's interesting he made that a point to say, I didn't go and consult with, with flesh and blood. Yeah, flesh and blood. Yeah, okay, talking to men. I, I didn't go to consult with men. He immediately went and separated from them, so he didn't have the influence of yeah. other people saying, hey, this is, this is what, that, you need to look the, at it this way. Get in this box, almost, almost <laughs> yeah, religion, right? so to speak. Um, he met with God. He met with God. And what would be our first human inclination if we learned something, you know, big would be like, let me go consult with the scholars of our day. I want to double you know? check and make sure I'm yeah. on the right path as if they can tell you. I mean, it's good to seek wise counsel, but you know, if the Lord's leading but it's you still something, it's still men. Yeah. So you need to be cautious in who you speak to, who you seek counsel from. Mm-hmm. And he, and Paul is saying, Hey, I have received this revelation through Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. God opened my eyes to this. And he does this the same for us. You know, if we can separate ourselves from the distractions and really set our hearts and minds upon Christ and right. communing with him and really just seeking God and he, we have his word mm-hmm. and looking and reading that and God will reveal it to us. Right. And then when your testimony, I think pretty much, you know, if you want to say, the mass majority of America being Christians, you can go walk down the street and ask anybody, hey, what did Jesus do? And they can say, he died on the cross for our sins. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people can say that. But is it is it because you say that because that's what you learned through the Catholic Church or learned through church growing up or whatever? Or is it that Jesus Christ has revealed this to you and thus given you a heart change? You're a new creature in Christ because you've personally experienced Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Right. It becomes a whole lot more real than, well, because my parents told me or because this is what I was always taught. Right. Yeah. In terms of salvation. And then also just in terms of growth and knowledge and understanding of the Lord, um, for those who are saved, have been saved for a while, understanding that you don't need an education to be an expert. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's something we have this misconception about. Well, I didn't go to college, so I mean, I'm not as dot, dot, dot. Right. Yeah, no, the Lord can reveal to you more than he has revealed to those who have, you know, been instructed and 
Yeah, this is a spiritual book, so it requires the spiritual eyes to see. And um, he will reveal that to those that are seeking him. Um, it says what Matthew six thirty three: seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. So it, it starts by you one-on-one with God, seeking him. And the unfortunate, I don't want to say unfortunate, but, it's, but we like things quick and fast in America, and um, we're used to the quick fix. But when it comes to growing in spiritual wisdom and understanding, it takes time. And a lot of us do, we don't want to put in the time and effort. We want that. I just want to be an expert. I want to be a Paul all of a sudden. But it, it, but even Paul spent three years before you see this miraculous ministry that he had. Mm -hmm. And so it's in that time that we spend, you know, really seeking and drawing near in that solitary time with God that, that we grow. Absolutely. So Eli, he didn't, get his degree yet in construction and uh he hasn't passed any tests but i'm telling you he can man, he can talk shop with <laughs> with any construction worker this is true he would take a job in a heartbeat if he could work at the age of five he would, he would. <laughs> Wait, do you hear that i think i think that's a fella buncher in the distance All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got Eli, the construction man here. Say hello, Eli. Hi. There you go. Now we can hear you. Hey, uh, we were talking about fellow bunchers, and I was wondering, what is a fellow buncher? Well, fellow bunchers are really strong, and you cannot get near them because I know I wear jeans and a safety helmet, and I wear a safety vest, and... And a shot, and you do, and I wear boots, and so you got all your safety equipment on. Yep. So, how would you describe what the fellow buncher does? Only fellow bunchers carry logs. They carry logs. Do they pick the log up? Yep, they pick the log up, but not as we are picking the logs up, but they just. Got a big saw on the bottom, and they saw it up and roll around and dump up it someplace else. Well, what is your favorite piece of construction equipment? Well, it's a backhoe, though. I like backhoe, so. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, at least I want to be, like, the kind of monster I want to be. What do you want to be? Um... Maybe a construction man. Maybe a construction man. What, which kind of equipment are you going to operate? Um, a backhoe that I operate is like that way and that way. And and, and what, what does everybody need if they're going to be a construction man? Well, they need every kind of tools. They need like a shovel, hard hat, shorts, and jeans, boots. And also, they need helmets. And they need a good attitude, right? Yep, they got a good attitude to do it and dig. And a good work ethic. Ethic? No, they don't got an ethic. <laughs> so, they got big rocks and trucks and ethic, though. 
Well, Eli, I want to thank you for joining the podcast here today and telling everybody about construction. Thanks for coming out. Okay. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <it> is. <laughs> <laughs>